Hello everyone, how are you doing? How are you really doing? Have you checked in with yourself? Um, How's 2021 treating you? You know, it's good to check in with yourself from time to time. And not just when like a new year starts. A lot of people go, new year, new me. Um, But you should be evaluating yourself from time to time. So I hope everyone's doing well and taking care of yourselves. I am your host, Oma Toke Adewale. You can also call me Toke. I'm bringing you all things faith and mental health through this wonderful platform, Uprooted. Hope everyone's doing well. And if you're joining for the first time, I welcome you to the community. Thank you so much. And I'm glad you tuned in today. So for the better part of January, for pretty much most of January, um, I did a spiritual fast and a social media fast and just getting myself grounded and prepared for all this year would bring, which I strongly believe is going to be many great things, many transformative things. And I'm really excited and looking forward to it. But I also came to the realization a few weeks ago um, that am I ready for what I'm praying for? Am I ready for what I'm hoping for? Am I ready for the goals? that I've set because uh, many times we hope and we pray for things but we don't actually prepare for them we don't get ourselves ready we don't get our life our lives ready our environment our minds you know sometimes the, even our way of thinking isn't suitable for where we're trying to go right so ask yourself the things that I'm praying for that I'm hoping for that I'm putting down in my goals Am I actually ready for them? Are you prepared for them? Is your life suitable for those things? Are the habits that you engage in every day, the ways of thinking that you have, um, even the relationships around you, is it suitable for where you're trying to go? Um, that new job, new relationship, you know, is it suitable? You're trying to have better physical health. Are you doing the things to prepare to have better physical health, better mental health? Are you doing the things to prepare for that? Because when we when we want to like have a new level, a change, growth, um, just something new, right? Your capacity has to be able to fulfill those things, right? Your capacity, your capacity has to be suitable for those things. Um, because if it's not, what you're praying and hoping for when it comes those things are not going to be sustained because your environment isn't suitable for it right what your your life isn't suited you haven't created space for it um is what i'm trying to say so i think that's a reflection that we should have for this week or this month am i ready for what i'm praying for am i ready for the goals that i've set for myself is my life ready for it is my life suitable for it Am I doing, you know, because a lot of times we <laughs> we have these big things that we want and then it's when we get them that we now like, OK, now let me get myself together. OK, let me, you know, brushing everything up. No, you have to get yourself together before it even comes in the first place. You have to be together so that you're ready for it, so that it lasts. Right. You don't want to be a one hit wonder. <laughs> 
Um, you want what you're praying and hoping for when it comes. You want it to last. You want it to be sustained. You want it to grow. Um, and it can't do that if you're not prepared for it. So that's a reflection for you for, for this week or this month or, you know, however you want to take it. Because um, I know for me, I've been reflecting on it for the past few weeks. Um, and also something very different that I did <laughs> during January was I did a vegan only diet. And let me just tell y'all, it was very interesting. I don't regret it. Um, I think I'm, I'm glad that I did it. Uh, and I actually hope to continue to eat vegan. Like I still have some other stuff like in my refrigerator. Um, I wanna keep eating vegan once in a while, but I think right now in my life, I'm just not prepared <laughs> to just like be a full-time vegan. Um, but it was a really cool experience. Um, and for this month, actually, and maybe the next few months, um, I'm only going to be eating um, fish as far as like meat. So I'm going to see how that is, too. I'm just really trying to get on top of like my physical health um, and just eat more healthy, take my vitamins and things like that. Because taking care of your body is self-care. Hello. Um, OK, so as you can tell, I've been talking about myself a lot for the past like what five minutes now and I hope you're not tired of it because one goal that I have this year for Uprooted and for our community is to connect better with you all um I want to be more personable and you know it's important to me that you all know that hey I'm on my own faith and mental health journey as well like I'm a co-learner with you all and I don't see myself as an expert um, I'm just merely someone providing information that I know of and experiences that I've had. And I want to bring myself more of like my own personal experiences and just about me into this platform. Because I think that's the best way to connect to people is to bring yourself um, and it's to be real. Right. And yes, I know I have the professional experience, you know, being a therapist, but that also still doesn't make me an expert. You know, therapists, we're also human beings. We also have our own experiences, our own journeys, um, our own struggles. <laughs> um, we're not, you know, these like superhuman beings. Like we're, we're human just like you all, you know, and we might have, and it's really interesting because we have like that professional knowledge about different things, like about mental health and trauma and anxiety and depression and all these things, right? But it's really, and I'm sure other therapists can probably attest to this too. It's really interesting because you have all this information and you know all these things. But I know for me, sometimes it's like you kind of just don't, you kind of miss the connection to connect it back to yourself if you're not like being intentional. Like <laughs> you might read about, let's say, attachment issues, for example. And for some reason, you know, and you know all this information about it, you know all the like lingo and you know what it looks like, how it presents itself, right? But for some reason, you yourself probably have attachment issues, right? But it's like, it's not clicking, you know? And that just goes to show the human side, right? Um, so I'm blabbing, but the point I'm trying to make is that, um, I'm a co-learner with you all and I just want to connect better. So in this episode today that you've graciously joined, 
Um, I'll be answering some get to know you questions that some people submitted on Instagram. So thank you to those who submitted your questions. I appreciate it. Um, And yeah, we're going to answer some questions today. Okay. So the first question is, what motivated you to start Uprooted? This is a great question. Um, And just so everyone knows, Uprooted is a community. We're a movement. This is going to go into the masses, into the world. So be ready for that. You're going to be seeing Uprooted everywhere. I strongly believe that. Um, So what, what motivated me to start Uprooted is just seeing the lack of mental health awareness amongst people of faith. Um, that, and I'm talking about Christians specifically because I'm a Christian. I identify as Christian. Um, and just wanting to bridge the gap because I feel like I have the best of like multiple worlds. So I'm a Christian, so I'm in the field of, you know, faith, right? So I can kind of relate to those experiences. I'm also a therapist, so I have information about, you know, mental health and things like that. Um, and I'm also, I identify as a black woman, right? I, for those that don't know, I was born in Nigeria, mostly raised um, here in America. Um, so I also have that experience too. So I think what motivated me to start was first, you know, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and just wanting to be um, that bridge between all of those worlds, right? So the faith world, the mental health world, um, and, you know, amongst African-Americans, amongst Black people, um, and to just build, be that bridge between all of those worlds and, and bring that together. Because I think the underlying factor is that mental health um, is still, it's getting better, but it's still a stigma. Um, it's still a stigma in the church. It's still a stigma amongst the Black community. And we just really need to normalize having conversations. I think that's just the first thing. Having conversations, <laughs> talking about how people are really doing, checking in, that it's okay if you're not okay, right? It's okay if you're struggling. It doesn't mean you're going to stay struggling, but let me see you where you're at, right? Let me see you at the point that you're at, not trying to force you to be where I think you need to be, right? Um, And then also just the stigma of like, we don't talk about these things or, you know, it means you're crazy if, you know, this is happening. But a lot of people struggle with mental health. It's more common than we actually think it is. It's very common. So it's not this crazy thing or this bizarre thing um, that I think sometimes you know, our communities are making it, right? So um, I think there's also this this thing amongst, you know, people of faith, you know, in the church where we, we shame, we shame struggle and we like praise perfection or we, we try to normalize perfection and we shame struggling. Um, which I don't think it's good. So like we, we shame, we shame when people struggle, you know, and, and they're having a hard time and they're, you know, not doing well. Like, it's like, oh, you have lack of faith or you're not praying enough or, you know, you got to do, you got to do X, Y, and Z or something that you did. Um, and yeah, sometimes maybe it is something that the person did. Maybe they have habits 
that have gotten them into the place that they are. But, you know, they shouldn't be shamed for that, is what I'm trying to say. Um, And there's this idea of like having it all together and being perfect. There's this mask that we wear sometimes as people of faith and people in the church that, you know, we kind of put ourselves together and we have this presentation um, and it's not healthy because there are people around us that are thinking that they have to be perfect, but yet they're struggling. But the people that are act, putting on this perfection mask are actually not perfect either. So everybody's just doing this, I don't know, this weird dance, but I don't, I don't want to keep babbling on that, but what motivated me to start? What motivated me to start uprooted was to just build that bridge between those worlds. Okay. Um, the second question: How do you keep yourself grounded? Oh, this is a good question. Um, the first way that I keep myself grounded is my environment. I'm someone who I need a clean, organized space to feel grounded. Um, I thrive in like a quiet, serene environment that keeps me grounded, Um, taking walks, being with nature. I know it sounds cliche, but I love to do that. And it keeps me grounded, especially in like a busy workday. Also my internal state. If I'm able to quiet the noise in my mind, um, then I feel grounded Um, because Things around me can be quiet and serene and whatever, and I'm taking a walk, but if internally I'm anxious and my mind is everywhere and I'm thinking about these things, you know, um, then I'm not grounded. So my internal state too, like I try, you know, to make sure that internally and like in my mind, um, that whatever anxieties I'm feeling, worries that I'm feeling that I am basically like checking them. That's what I've been doing. Like I'll, if I'm worried about something lately, like, or I'm having anxiety about something, I check it. Like, I'm like, okay, you're worried about X, Y, and Z. All right. So you worried about that. You worrying about it. What's that going to do to it? Is it going to make it go away? Is it going to fix it? Cause you're just like literally that's what I do in my mind (laughs) um and that helps to keep me grounded and also like when I'm around people that I love that make me feel um that make me feel like myself I guess like I just feel connected to that also helps me feel grounded hope hope I answered that well feels like I kind of went off there but that's how I keep myself grounded um all right Number three, what self-care habit are you prioritizing this year? Okay, self-care question. That's a good one. Um, I'm prioritizing self-care in general because <laughs> that's just important. But um, there's a few things I'm prioritizing, but I think one is I want to get back into writing and journaling. Um, I haven't done that in a while. So I hope you all can join me. I might actually try to do something as a community where we're journaling together. Um, So that's one thing I want to do. And then also I started therapy, y'all. I started therapy. I know I'm a therapist. I started therapy. We needed to. I started therapy back in, um, I think, December, a couple months ago. 
Um, and I want to keep up with that because it's been helpful. And if you're out there and you wanted a sign as to if you should start therapy, this is your sign. Start therapy. Um, and I also want to prioritize in terms of self-care, um, connecting with others, like really connecting, having intentional moments with my friends and my family. Okay, number four, when did you know you wanted to be a therapist? Hmm, that's a great question. I knew I wanted to be a therapist. There's like a few things that kind of like stack on top of each other. Um, So I knew I wanted to be a therapist though when I took a psychology class in high school. Um, It sparked my interest. I didn't know what psychology was. Then I learned about it in that class. But then in that same, I think in that same school year, I actually took a trip. Um, I was part of like this youth program or whatever. Um, And we took a trip to Nicaragua. That's in Central America, for those that don't know. Um, We took a trip to Nicaragua for about three weeks where we like volunteered, we did different things, connected with the community. It wasn't like a fun trip. It was like we were working hard. Um, And there was just like this, there was this moment where we visited uh, the city dump and I will never in my life ever forget that day. Um, It was one of the most like devastating, but also um, hopeful things that I've like ever witnessed in terms of like the people living there just how appreciative of life they were living in a city dump um, but they were so full of life they were just appreciative of everything and it just made me realize that like because I was tying it back to like this like I remember I was taking a psychology class um, just how like I want to do that work of like connecting with people in a deeper way, um, but also helping people to like feel that hope, right? That those people felt in the dump that day. And then just, um, I eventually like I felt a calling and a connection to the field um, and, you know, got confirmation, you know, from God and, This is where I'm at now. Now I'm a therapist. Um, And it's one of the best journeys that I've ever embarked on um, for myself and also what I've been able to do with other people. So it's wonderful and I love it. All right. I'm not going to get all (laughs) sappy and emotional. Just kidding. It's okay to be emotional. All right. Number five, favorite Nigerian food. I have so many, so many. Um, of course, I know I love jollof rice. Like, I feel like almost every Nigerian does. It's kind of, I love jollof rice. Um, but I also, I really love okra soup with like some type of swallow. So for those that don't know, swallow is, mm, how do I describe swallow? Hey, okay. Um, basically like the side of what we're eating, like the soup with. So like we have like pounded yam something we call pounded yam um where it's basically yam that you like pound and it's like it's in a it's in a solid form or this um eba 
which is, I don't even know how to describe it. Well, hopefully somebody can help me out when y'all listen to this episode and you give me the feedback. Um, I don't know how to describe it, Emma, but it's another like, it's in a, you, it's in like a not solid form Then you add water to it, like boil it and then you make it and then you become solid. Um, and then we have other ones too, but the point is that's one of my favorites. Um, I know I probably messed that up with the description, but you know what? That's why we have our friend Google. So you can Google Eba, right? You can Google Pound of Yam and all the other, or just Google swallow and then maybe put when Nigerians say that are Africans with a swallow and then it'll come up for you because I'm not doing a great job explaining it. But <laughs> anyways, that's one of my favorites. Um, okay. Um, let's try to go to the next question. All right. What makes Toke happy or smile? What makes me happy or smile is having good, deep conversations. If you know me, if you're listening to this and you're my friend or family member, or you, you're, you've been around me like close enough, you know, I like to have a good, I'll, I'm in the person that ask, I'm asking a question about something deep or sometimes I'm not even that deep. Like I just like to have a good conversation and I try to, I try to like avoid that about myself. Cause I just thought it was weird. Cause people just don't like to have deep, like, you know, people just like to have simple conversations, but you know what? I'm embracing it. I'm someone that likes to go there. I like to have deep conversations and that's okay. I'm accepting that about myself. Um, what also makes me happier smile is being around people who make me feel light. And when I say light, I mean, literally I can laugh. I can be happy. Like I'm not stressed out. I'm not being self-conscious. I'm not thinking about, oh, let me not say this or not say yeah. I'm not doing all that. I just feel light. Um, I appreciate those moments. Um, good movies or shows. If you know me, I'm recommending you shows and movies and we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to sit on my couch and cry if it's a good one that's making me cry. So if y'all have recommendations, let me know. But I love good movies and shows. Those make me happy and smile. One of my favorites right now is This Is Us. If you watch it, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. This Is Us is a good show. They need to hurry up and come back. Um, hope y'all are caught up if you do watch it. And if you feel like, oh, it's too emotional and I can't, then maybe it's not for you, but I feel like it's a show that anybody can really get with. But um, okay, and then I'm having so much fun doing this episode right now. Like doing this episode is making me happy and smile. Cause as y'all can tell, I'm like in my element right now and just kind of just talking and blabbing, which is how I really am. Um, I don't like to be controlled all the time. All right, the last thing that, one of the last things that makes me feel happier smile is also feeling appreciated and loved. Um, I think when people take the time out to like see me and like appreciate me, that really makes me feel happy because I think I'm someone who tries to do that for other people. Um, I really like to make sure that anyone around me, like they feel seen, like they know that I see them, they know that I love them. They know that, you know, they're important. Like, even if we don't have the closest relationship, I try to make sure that when I'm, a, like, when people are around me, they don't feel small or they don't feel judged or they don't feel, you know, just not like a person, you know? Like, we just have to treat people like human beings. But 
Um, so I like when people make me feel that way too. All right. So the last question, what is your word for 2021? This is such a good question. The person that asked this, shout out to you. I really appreciate you asking this. Um, my word for 2021 is intentionality. Everything that I do this year, I want to be intentional about it. Um, and I like to pride myself as someone who is intentional, but I think I need to do better with that. Like even go to like the next extreme. Um, everything that I do this year, I want it to be intentional. Every decision, um, the goals that I have, um, the relationships that I'm forming, like intentional. Cause I think when we're intentional about the things that we're doing, then it's like a driving motivator, right? Because nothing just happens by accident. You know, just accidentally. I think I made a post about it um, last week. Like, you can't expect things to accidentally get better or, or just somehow change. Like, you have to, like, put intentional, like, practice behind it, about behind what you want. Almost in a sense of, like, you kind of control the outcome of your life. Let's just put it like that, right? What we put in is what we get out, right? Sowing and reaping, you know? Um, what we do, yeah, what we do is what we get out. So this year, like, I just want to be intentional about my, you know, about everything that I'm doing. Um, that, And I'm doing it for a purpose, right? I think that's another thing with being intentional. It, it drives purpose, like, because then you know that I'm doing this because of this, right? So it's not... Like I said, like I said, it's not just like an accident. Um, so intentionality is my word for this year. I really had to think about that one. Um, but yeah, I hope y'all had as much fun as I did with this episode. It's kind of long. So if you stuck with it, you know, to this point, you're the real MVP. Thank you for that. Um, I hope that this, gonna, this is going to be an ongoing thing where I can bring a little bit of myself and my experiences to each episode. Um let me know your thoughts you know how did you feel about this episode what did you get out of it any funny moments any reflective moments did you resonate with anything um you know please subscribe and follow rate share y'all please share if you know you like these episodes or you like the things that i post share share with somebody don't keep it to yourself this is how we grow as a community um and this is how we connect and we get more people in our community, right? So please share. Um, follow on Instagram, Facebook. Instagram is underscore up dot rooted underscore. Facebook, uprooted fam, F-A-M. Um, and until next time, y'all, until we connect again, remember to be well, do well, and live well.